Hey Curious Conneries, Dylan here. We just want to give you a heads up that the following program contains conversation relating to topics that may or may not include physical and sexual assault and self-harm and mistreatment of different cultures. We are in no way condoning these things. But given that Sean Connery has acted in films going back many years, they've tended to come up. To spin a phrase from Disney, many of these films include negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures that were certainly wrong then and are definitely wrong now. But rather than not discuss this content, we'd like to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and create conversation for a richer future. Stay curious, folks. And now, on to our show. All righty, all righty, tidy, and good nighty, as we say in this household. Mario Lima. Dylan Titish. We're just starting right off, I think. I think. We're, is there our second one together? This is our second one in person. Hmm. Hold on. All right. We're back. We're back. After a brief intermission of did, did we leave? moving chairs. No. Should we just start off again, I think? Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, you finished your Vespers martinis from the last episode. Wait a second, I'm alive again. How did this happen? Um, were we still on this train? I think we're still on this train. Oh, Side well, note. I'll like... go back to being dead. <laughs> Alicia did say that we should do that more often. Like every episode, have a, have a different, you're on a different car. Because the whole thing was, because the whole reason we did that was for the movie, for... Um, Murder on the Orient Express. And so she's like, um, so I was like, oh, we can, we only did that because of the movie. So like, yeah, but you can just do it in different cards. And well, there's different... a train in this movie, so. Yeah, so they, this could be the <laughs> the next man car. <laughs> the next man car. The next man car. It's <laughs> made out of man. The next car, man. The next car, man. <laughs> <laughs> you well, put, pick it up what I'm putting down, man. <laughs> that's not your mother. That's a man, baby. He's not heavy. He's just my brother. Uh, hold on. Still, still balancing. And check. There we go. Checkity, checkity, checkity. Trying to, trying to balance it so it's a good volume so I can keep it a good distance from me. I'm not used to hearing my myself in my ears. You can take them off. No, no. I like it. But it's just, it's different. I can really hear how Usually shitty I hear I myself sound. in my nose. That's <laughs> where I take in most of my own hearing. The way a, uh, a set of good headphones will determine, like the noise canceling elements that it needs to block out. Mm-hmm. My nose only takes in my dialogue, but my ears hear everything else. Oh, that's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not. not it's my brother. <laughs> no, it's my brother. My brother. Your brother's a nose. <laughs> Oh, this rock is really heavy. No, that rock is my brother. <laughs> it's The Rock. The Rock. The Sean Connery film, The Rock, and oh, Dwayne was, Johnson. That's Dwayne Rock. <laughs> Mario Lima. Dylan Titus. Welcome 
to the train <laughs> that is the Connery Curious Podcast. <laughs> it's good to have you back in my train car again. Yes, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. I got lost on the way. but Usually yeah. we're doing this podcast from two different train cars. Yeah. And we... This train's passing so, along in the night. Well, what I, I have is it's an old... Well, it's only a couple of years old, really. But it's this phonograph recorder. It's really rough. Um, but it will record uh, audio and speech to a phonograph in real time. Really? Yes. And so what I've done is I've hooked that up to a line, a fishing line, uh, with which you have one cup and I have the other cup. And we run those between the two train cars. They occasionally trip people and they'll, you know, the signal mm. gets all messed up. But it does record directly to a phonograph each week. We will... Oh, see. It gets scratched. Yeah, see? It's, that's that random happens. woman just... Yeah. Please, could you stop doing that? Okay, thank you. Sorry. Uh, it's, it's okay. Oh, oh, she's coming my way now. Oh, go, oh. ma'am, 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 ma'am. Ma'am, stop doing ASMR into my cup. <laughs> train ASMR. No one's ever done it. Train says train SMR. Uh, Ticket, see, please. This is. <laughs> This is the shenanigans that we get up to when yes. we're in the same train car. Yes. This is only the second time in the history of this podcast that we've been in the same train car. Yeah. Usually, like, we use that uh, uh, cup method that we referred to. The cup method, yes. Though, um, you did just hear the woman trip over that because we're still using it. We're in the same room. We're still using the, the cup method, though, because... We need to capture the audio still. Exactly. It's how, how are you going to do it? What's going on with my mouse here? It died. My pet mouse. <laughs> Your house is say, What's the of a pet mouse? Yeah. Well, that's what powers. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with my mouse here? That's what powers the fire. <laughs> Go back on the wheel, mouse. <laughs> Stupid Mr. Jangles. <laughs> oh, and we're, oh the wheel is moving again. And, and we're back. Uh, keep me alive for a century, but can't keep this phonograph running for 20 minutes. Move your feet. The Green Mile. <laughs> the Green Mile. But <laughs> we're doing Eight Mile. Oh, well, I've I, I've lost myself. Like I've lost the point. 
Oh, Mario Lima. Dylan Titus. Welcome to the Connery Curious Podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> I've been here since episode one. Episode zero. I've been here since episode zero. <laughs> Listen to every episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's our waiter. <laughs> Can I have another th- water? Thanks. There's <laughs> that woman again. She's crossing her streams. Uh, I'm holding my <laughs> my notes like I'm reading. <laughs> okay, next we're gonna joke about this. <laughs> <laughs> next bit. <laughs> That's really all this podcast has become. Yeah. It's just bits <laughs> strung together loosely by plot and an admiration for Sean Connery. Uh, uh, maybe not an admiration, but uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Good lord, I don't even know what I'm saying. Wow. What movie are we doing this week? Well, this week, this is this is the podcast where every week Mario and I spin a wheel. And we're given a film from the filmography of Sir Sean Connery, and we watch that film. Then we talk about that film. And today is the second time where we've watched that film together, as opposed to three-gether. Or one-gether. We usually watch it one-gether, separately. One-gether. Come together on different train cars. Um, Which is weird, because they have two different projection machines in this train car. Mm. And on this train in general, one in each car. Mm. <clears throat> this train, the whole train's only two cars long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two cars long. That's why it's so easy <laughs> to get this sound across. It's two cars. Uh, anyway. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the cars is just carrying coal <laughs> to power the, the, the other, engine. The, the it's, other. Just this, it's just the, the front car, and, and just the engine and the, the coal car, and, and that's the, it. And then just you in one carriage, and then I'm in the other carriage. But they're baby carriages, and they're tired. <laughs> They're tied to the back of the train. <laughs> but not even level. We're just bumbling along, <laughs> bouncing on our sides. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the the next film that we're discussing today, or this week, you know what I'm trying to say, folks. Today's episode is... The Next Man. I was trying to do a pun. Mm. But this film is 1976's The Next Man, also known as The Arab Conspiracy, Mm. or Double Double Hit. Hit. Which makes sense. Two hits. There we go. Um, (laughs) Those are our hands, by the way. (laughs) Uh, hey, music for the film features New York City guitarist Frederick Hand. So who's Frederick Hand? 
Um, What's he play? Is he playing a any classical bands? guitarist and composer, uh. native of Brooklyn, New York, attracted to the music of Bill Evans, John Hol- Coltrane, and Miles Davis. Uh, I, I did like the music in this movie. His scores have been featured in This Boy's Life, Kramer vs. Kramer, and The Next Man, as well as Sesame Street, As the World Turns, and Guiding Light. Hmm. Damn. Okay. He's <clears throat> been around. Yeah. So, this film is a 1976 American political action thriller film starring Sean Connery, Adolfo Celli, Cornelia Sharp, and Charles... Is it Siafi or Chaffee? I'm not sure. Critical reaction at its opening was not positive, according to Wikipedia. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the IMDb synopsis. Influential Arab diplomat. I'm sorry. Let me do my voice. Influential Arab diplomat. Hercule po- I'm oh, sorry, tea kettle's running. <laughs> we turn that off. Sorry. No, keep it on. I like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently, we have listeners that like it, too. <clears throat> oh, okay. Good. Influential Arab diplomat becomes the target of numerous... <laughs> Here it goes again. <laughs> How many teapots are on this train? A lot. There's a lot of rich people here. <laughs> it's only us. <laughs> Sitting in the coal cart. Because <laughs> we booked this cart for our podcast Both today. of them. <laughs> Just in case. In case we want our space, you know. <clears throat> Influential Arab diplomat becomes the target of numerous assassination attempts after he announces his plan to make peace with Israel by letting them join the organization of the petroleum exporting countries. OPEC. OPEC. The coolest metal band ever. Have you heard the new metal album from Do- uh, from o- OPEC? Dopec. <laughs> OPEC, Dopec. <laughs> That's the old OPE trick. <laughs> the old OPE trick. OPE trick. Uh, um... Okay, I think I'm just having fun making conversation. <laughs> uh, so let's just get into this. Mario, what do you think of this movie? So we, because we were really dreading this because where we? I wasn't dreading this. Uh, I was more think, curious, Connery curious. I don't think I don't think we were dreading it, but we're kind of like, well, we were kind of looking at it. We're like, okay, Connery's playing an an, an Arab diplomat. An Arab. An Arab. Yes. Con- let yeah. Let's get that out of the way. Sean Connery is playing an Arab. In this film, and like it's because we, I think we talked about that last week. We we're like, oh, do you think he's gonna put a voice on? He's not. He's just him. He is just doing his regular old speaking voice. He's wearing his like own clothes, like his Scottish, like a lot of his sweat, clothes are sweat, Scottish, like sweaters and like like the hat, the little like what do you call that hat? It's like a cabbie hat yeah. or something. And it's like and cap. Yeah, and it just it it was this, it was very bizarre. Not a knit cap. It's like I mean, it was like it could have been. I think it was like a cowboy hat, I need to know. a newsboy hat. Yeah, what's right? the name for it? I don't know. Maybe it's called newsboy hat. Oh yeah, a newsy cap, a paperboy cap. Yep. Uh, there you go. So he's wearing a paperboy cap the whole time. Yeah. 
And he uh, does have like the traditional <clears throat> like robes or whatever. He does have in the yeah. beginning. Uh, what, what's that called? Hold on. Let's if we're gonna get that if we're gonna get newsy cap right. Let me get this right. Kafia. Okay. So he wears a, tr- a traditional kafia. Kafia. Yes. So he does wear that at times and only like once. He like wears it once. Yeah, kafia. Yep. <clears throat> the newsy and the kafia. Yeah. That's a film I'd like to see. <laughs> well, we saw it. That's a, that's the third that's the fourth title for this film. Yeah. The newsy and the kafia. But yeah, so going back to your question, yeah, so so yeah, we we were kind of like you know we saw the reviews, we're like this doesn't look good, and like it's an hour thirty minutes, so it's like you know a this nice is, tight ninety minutes. Yeah, I like that, but like I was, I was kind of like, oh, this is gonna be interesting, and yeah, I thought it was an okay movie. I thought it was okay as well. I don't hate it. I don't ha- dislike it. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, it was not, it was fine. Not bad. Are you gonna watch it again ever? I don't know. I mean, only because we'll talk about our behind the scenes here. We tried to rent it, and it was just yes. The okay. Worst. Well, let's let's give the backstory first. Okay. So I have a DVD copy that I got from the library. <clears throat> now, uh, libraries can have some pretty obscure stuff sometimes, and this movie's pretty hard to find. So when the DVD. We popped it in, and it is a less than stellar transfer. It does not look very good. It does not sound very good. The sides are chopped off to um, make it standard four by three, and stuff is missing from it. You can see, like that when the titles are coming up. There's letters like Michael Kamen came up, and the N was completely cut off. Mm. So it was Michael Kame. <laughs> 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 I'm not even supposed to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I'll tell you this, Master Wayne. I can't do a good man, okay? <laughs> I came before and I'll come again. If you keep wafting that towards me like you're doing. <laughs> now, if you have an issue, here's a tissue. <laughs> uh, I can't remember any lines from Man Who Would Be King. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> Future Dylan punching something from Man Who Would Be King here. Madness is a trick. Who'd have some poor crazy priest and his servant, hmm? So, yes, the transfer on this wasn't good. Right. And it was missing parts of it. And about two or three minutes in, the credits were kind of starting to wrap up. We posited, should we just, or should we just, this is available only on Amazon Prime Video. Should we just rent it for three bucks? Yeah. There's no trailer on Amazon, which should have been the the giveaway. And just a standard uh, standard definition. It rental. was the same. It was the exact same. Yeah. As as the DVD that I have, I at least expected uh, sixteen by nine. I at least expected the edges back. Right. You know, but. <clears throat> So yeah. So there's so I got it from for free from the library and then I paid three dollars. So I might have to watch it again just to get the you know my three dollars worth. Do Do you think it was worth the money? Because uh, I probably if, if we didn't watch it together uh, on a DVD, <clears throat> I probably would have just rented it. 
So yeah. I would have the same experience either way. That's true. So Well, I'm going to watch it again to pull clips from it. Yeah. You know, um, but... I don't, I don't regret it more than the freaking Blu-ray of... Action of the <laughs> Action Tiger. Tiger. It still sits on my, on my shelf and I look at it and I'm like, why do I have this? <laughs> <laughs> when you... you... <laughs> you feel the uh, the urge in the middle of the night. You just kind of get a little tuggle in your uh, in your trousers, and you look over, and there's the DVD copy of Action of the Tiger staring you in the face. And the DVD box opens. Anyway, <laughs> I just the tuggle in your trousers was your wallet um, wanting you to buy another copy of Action of the Tiger. Oh, I thought you wanted me to put my like. My bits and bobbles in there, so <laughs> close the DVD case on it. Yeah, your keys and your um, uh, guitar picks and a couple of pens and a napkin. Bits and bobbles. You could fit, you could fit a lot of things in there. Yeah, you could. It's like luggage. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> It's a ma- It's one of those old. D- it's one of those old DVD cases Imagine where it's you giant. You went to the airport and you saw somebody with a a DVD like, case. No, the wrong. Like a roll, those roller suitcases, but it was a action of the tiger suitcase <laughs> with the poster. Like it's the poster on it. Like who would own that? We need to that? do that. We need to just make merch for action of the tiger. <laughs> And like, all of it is that horrible little image of Connery. Salting a woman. Oh, God. Drawstring bags. Because oh, that's the only promotional images of it. It's just, yeah, there's, there's no promotional else. images of the film that don't have that incident of, of of Connery being a horrible human. That's the only scene he's in. <clears throat> no, he's in more than I mean, that. Well, yeah, he's in end. like five or ten minutes. He's got the great bar scene where he's playing drunk. Yeah. So I don't know. He, he's, he's he's playing drunk. The character is drunk, mm. but and then he almost takes a fucking header off the. Dock. <laughs> yeah, put put that on. The, we should edit our own DVD cover of it. Yes. Like we'll put like the same kind of thing, but instead of the Connery, we remove that, and it's a still of him almost falling off the dock. That's why I need the Blu-ray because I I want to make an edit of that movie because we could take out everything bad in that movie and make it good. I think so. Everything that we don't like. Is completely like superfluous to that film. It could just be cut away. Yeah, honestly, that whole we, we don't have to like. Well, we do have to meet Connor. Like the well, the two way mirror door or whatever that he breaks in through to to be a horrible person. It never pay. It doesn't pay off later. It's not like a secret hiding place for the children or something. Yeah, that would have been sick. Yeah, if they did that. I thought they were gonna do that. It doesn't like, pay yeah. off. Nothing comes of it. So. Cut it away. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, um, what's his name? Tofin. Uh, Trifon. Trifon. Could just cut. You could just have Trifon be in it because he's pleasant for a good chunk of it. Mm. Just you could cut that movie down to like eighty minutes and have it be a decent mm. action film. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Bring it by next time. I will. Yeah. Please get out of my house. <laughs> it's bringing my mood down. It's like the tiki from that episode of the Brady Bunch when I go to Hawaii. You ever watch that episode? No. It's like, okay, so I'm spoiling an episode. I think it was an episode of a movie. It was like a two-part episode. It was like two parts. And they go to Is this Brady from Bunch. the 90s or the 60s? The 60s. It was like okay. the original. <clears throat> well, 70s at this point. They were like older. It was like older Greg and shit. Old and Greg. Oh, 
There's old Greg in the longest day. Did we talk about that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Shit. I gotta get my water. I forgot that. Oh shit. You keep telling your story. I'll tell the story about the Brady Bunch. Yeah, keep telling because I'm okay. I can, I can hear you. All right. So, uh, listeners, <laughs> this is now. a spoiler for the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. There was an episode. <laughs> there was an episode where they went to Hawaii, and like they find like a tiki, and like it's like a little tiki statue. And they think it brings them good luck or whatever, but it really, like, curses them. I remember Greg goes surfing with it on. He, like, crashed into the waves. Something happens to Peter. I forget what. But ever since I had that DVD, that Blu-ray in my house, (laughs) bad shit's happened. (laughs) I got married. Oh, my gosh. I lost my job. Oh, my God. You All this stuff has happened. (laughs) Yeah, since since I got that Blu-ray. I got kidney stones. I was in the hospital. Trump was president. (laughs) Uh, Wait so, a second. Oh, those, date, those dates don't line up. Yeah, no, Biden. But no, not even. Yeah, I mean, yes, he was already in office, so it didn't happen. Well, Trump existed during the time of Action of the Tiger, so it's to blame. What year was he born? Before 56. Was he? Yeah, he's in like his 70s now. Who That's cares? True. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> it was just a cheap joke. We don't need to get into <laughs> researching the man. Ever since the Beatles thing, I want I need to line up my dates properly. <laughs> bothers me fucking the rock ruined my life he came here and beat you up (laughs) Dwayne the Rock Johnson beat me up you'll have to stay tuned for a future episode to hear why Dwayne Johnson came here and beat you up (laughs) why the rock ruined your life exactly that's right it's yeah can we get back my time machine and we'll talk about this later anyways back to this movie time lock another place lock (laughs) same Um, bat time same channel <clears throat> okay, so let's talk about the next man slash the Arab conspiracy slash double hit. Double hit seven. Okay, so let's let's talk about what each of the titles mean. Mm. So the next man, why is it the next man? Because he is the successor to a man that dies. Right. The Arab conspiracy. That's pretty straightforward. Yes. And then double hit. Who's the double hit? Well, we see. It's, it's do you think the, it's the one at the end? It's the last shot of the movie. It's the the two at the end, because I or do you think it is the one at the beginning and the one at the end? Because no, the one it's... at the end is a driver as well, and like the driver is not. Well, I think if you went into this movie saying name the movie's double hit, and you watch that film. You see the second one. And what's that? You, the one at the end. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying if you watch this movie all the way through and you're in the middle of it, you're like, okay, the double hit must be the guy in the beginning. And now somebody comes and, and then Connery probably because mm-hmm. he's the lead, so that's probably the target. And then you see the end of the movie. You're like, holy shit. So double the, hit, double cross. Yeah. That's a thing. <clears throat> I mean, do we talk about that? Let's just get right into it. Yeah. He dies in this film. Right. Spoilers. He, yeah. Go if, if you haven't watched The Next Man... Yet, this is not the episode of Connery Curious for you (laughs) if you don't want spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers, then welcome to this train car. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to make a lot of people happy, I tell you. I think it's going to be a popular episode. I hope so. Um, so yeah, well, we're just gonna spoil the film straight out. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's a short enough film that we can kind of like. I don't think we have to like 
stick to the plot. We just kind of jump yeah. around because like, there's a lot of like empty space that I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you know. It's worth your three dollars to rent. I from think Amazon. so. If you can, if you can find a cheap copy of it somewhere. Pick it up. Honestly, it's not bad. It's worth yeah. having in your collection. I mean, it's not a bad film. Yeah, and like three bucks is not terrible when you yeah. think about it. It's like you're just renting it, and like it, to, it, there's a buy option too. Well, yeah, it's for like five bucks. Five to bucks. Buy it. So yeah, I, keep it on your for Amazon the, forever. For the quality of the transfer, five dollars might not be worth it. Mm. If you can find a dollar copy out there somewhere at a book sale or a odd odds and ends store. If you see it for a dollar, offer them 95 cents. <laughs> All right. If you see it for two, offer them one. Yeah. Better. Low ball uh, them a little bit. It's, it's, it's a $1 DVD store find for yeah. sure. But yeah. that being said, it's not a bad film. Yeah. It was, yeah, surpri- surprisingly, <clears throat> I was very put off. Like, we'll talk about the beginning for a second where like we had like those do, do we have the budget of this film? The budget. Let's go to IMDb. Because that's like what I'm like super intrigued by. Does it say that kind of stuff on IMDb? Usually uh, top, go to top on the right there. Is it out in the wiki? Yeah. I'm usually not on IMDb. I don't know why. Yeah, it doesn't have it on. Let's Let's do a little Google. Interesting. So I say that because a lot of the, like, those first shots, it's a lot of still shots, which is, like, fine. But this this weird pauses, like, it, f- it feels like there was, like, either missing footage, so they had no to, budget. like, there's no budget on there anywhere? Yeah, there was definitely some, some stock footage of stuff in there. Like, 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 they must have spent all their money. <clears throat> on like the casting it's just like on connery yeah it looks like everything was sell- like shot on like a camcorder i think i made a comment when we were well, watching it when they have that shot of like they're like filming like there's kids on the street and stuff like that and they're looking at the camera like that was like the stock footage yeah but it was and, like the same quality of camera they were shooting the film with and this is not a judgment on the film based on the transfer this is a judgment on the film as we can tell like because we're film students. Yeah. Like, that's where we met, at film school. Exactly. <clears throat> um, and w- we know what this is meant to look like. We yeah. can see it w- in our eye. You know what I mean? Like We can see unfinished footage and know in our eye what the finished footage is meant to look like. And because this transfer is so bad, we can see what it's meant to be. But it's not, mm. you know? And I was doing my best to think with that mindset and not let it tamper with my ability to enjoy the film. Mm. Um, but you are correct that it appears like a lot of it was shot with cheap cameras. Is It seems like there wasn't much of a budget um, put toward... But there was. There was a lot of locations. Yeah, but that's the thing. <clears throat> the beginning... And it like there were real locations. But like, it seems like the beginning <laughs> was the worst of it. And I felt like I, I was more into it the in the middle. The boardroom. Uh, just like that, and like just that scene of when the two guys are disguised as like, um, oh, the like uh, bellhops or something, yeah, and they go to the hotel, like that one shot. You almost see the cameraman in the mirror for God's sake, yeah, like in this twice, and like you could tell it's it's one shot, You you almost see the shadow of the cameraman like getting a shot. Then they choke out that girl. Then they, it's a continuous shot to go into the bathroom to get the guy out of the tub. And it's just like, 
I'm like, yeah, this looks like I shot this in, in college. Like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like a one-shot thing. But towards the end, and you had all the locations, but there, there honestly, were some better shots. For uh, If this was a college film, which may have been, who knows? Actually, out of curiosity. Continue. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. Um, but yeah, it just like... I, I'm I'm a film snob. That's just how I am. I'm like <laughs> if I see things like that, I'm kind of like, oh, this is like kind of turn me off or whatever. Well, this was certainly not um, a um, student film. Yeah, <laughs> but if it was a student film, it would have been phenomenal. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, I would have given high marks. But like as a, it just uh, what what's Connery's next film after this? Like timeline wise, and what's the one before it? I'm sorry. I'm looking at what else uh, this director, um, Richard Serafin, has done. And one of his films is called Eye of the Tiger. Um, Man in the Wilderness. Lolly Madonna XXX. Oh. Wow. That's a weird one. Wow. I can't do it. Um, Wait, there it has is. Jeff Bridges in it? Jeff Bridges. Anyway. Hey, man. The man who loved cat dancing? <laughs> What? Sunburn? The man, the man with the golden cat dance. Huh. Solar crisis. Credited as Alan Smithy. Oh, boy. Okay, what is Connery's next film? Sorry. Uh, let's answer that Give me the one bef- after and the one before. All right, the one right before is Robin and Marion. The one right after is A Bridge Too Far. Why do you think he said yes to this this role? Money. You think? Yeah. He could have been getting much. He probably got most of the budget. <laughs> Whatever the budget for this was, he probably got most of it. Just mm. an interesting... Because he, he sells it. Yeah, he's good in this. You know? He's really good in this. But it's just like... It's just like he's he, not doing anything to be Arab, and that is to his credit. Like, if you give me a truth or false, uh, truth or false uh, question saying, like, did Sean Connery play a, like, uh, Arabian Arab man. A Arab man, blah, 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 in this film, blah, blah, I would say false. There's no way this is real. Yeah. I still can't believe it's real. <laughs> I but, but, Part of me was just, like, taking it out of that and just imagining that he was a Scottish activist for the... That, that's what I kept thinking, but then this scenes where he's in the, in the <clears throat> traditional garb and he's like... Which could be taken as signs of respect. Just yeah, change his name to Sean O'Connery. <laughs> you know? Sean O'Connery. Oh, it, it's just very interesting that they... they the the choice like they made. Sorry. Because his name is... What's his name in the movie? His character's um, name? All right, let's get this right. Because... He's, he teaches it to Nicole Scott, played by Cornelia Sharp. So his name is Halil Abdul Moxon. Moxon. Halil Abdul Moxon. So that's where it takes out, out for me. It's like, this guy. <laughs> this guy. Is, 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 I'm supposed to believe that this guy. You know, I didn't think about the whole film because I'm like, oh, whatever, Sean Connery. I don't care. He could be. I mean, geez, he disguised himself as a, as a Japanese man, and 
he only lived twice and he still had the same accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I don't expect much from him. Yeah, but I'm Japanese. Yeah, so in the slouch, pretend he was shorter. Yeah, I'm oh, still, yeah. I, I slouch, so now I'm six oh, foot yes, three. Oh, yes, Konnichiwa, yes. Six foot two now. <laughs> Would you need six foot one? I can't do it. You need to become Japanese, Mr. Bond. Um, But like, but yeah, it's just, um, it's just wild. Even like seeing like the, like the, 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 the cover, look at the cover. Like he's in. There's some, all right. There's some good art for this. I wanted to remark on this. Okay. So this is the DVD box that, what, what? That doesn't look looks... like Sean Connery, though. That doesn't look like him. Who does that look like, though? I can't place the the face. He looks like um, it's like a different actor, like like um, a little bit of Orson Welles, like older yeah, Orson like, or Welles, or Brian Cox. But dude, the like his beard looks fucking photoshopped on. And I swear to God, that okay? Can you pull up the <laughs> pull up the DVD cover for Never uh, Never yeah, Say Never Again? Yes, I can. Sorry for the long pause. The one right there, that, that one. one. Yeah, this this red one where he's in the center and Basinger's on the left and um, uh, Carrera's on the right. Now look at that one. I'll cut back to the other poster. Yeah, they they are very similar. It's, it's almost the same. Yeah, we could Photoshop his face there. But I wonder if they Photoshopped a picture of him with with a tuxedo. No, on. those are. No, he's got a tuxedo in the movie. Yeah, I guess. He just looks so... Di- like, his hair is weird. I think it's because he's raising an eyebrow. He looks like... What's his name? He looks like... Uh, he looks like he's got plastic surgery. He looks like Raz al Ghul. Yeah. Or like... It's not a flattering DVD cover. Yeah. I'm, I remember picking it up and I was like, Whoa, what is this? But there is some cool art for this. There's this one here. Il prossimo uomo... U- uomo... Il prossimo uomo. And it's just him in Goldfinger. It's like literally that. just a painting of him in Goldfinger. I like that. Um, I like this one. Me too. Sean Connery is El Arabe. Uh, and then this Arab conspiracy, the most bland looking one. Where I'm going to post all these to the social media. Don't you worry, folks. Um, there's some nice promotional stills from this, you know, they make it kind of look like a high-class Bond film. Yeah, look at that. In the world of spying and dying, love is the ultimate weapon. Like, that looks like a Bond yeah. picture right there. Look at, look, look how sharp he Yeah, this makes me want an HD copy of this film. We gotta find a nice cut of this, man. Yeah, look how much better this looks. I would very much watch this in good quality. I honestly think that's what turns people. That that's probably why he has so many more like negative reviews. It's just like maybe I'm gonna let's. I'm just gonna see what we can find here. Keep talking, keep talking. Let's see what else can we say about this movie. Um, we talked about this off off air. Uh, how he looks. He looks great. Like in, in a lot of episodes we talk about, he looks like a million bucks in this. He has a shirt off a couple times here. That okay. This one, el próximo hombre. That's just um. The Thunderball DVD artwork. Yeah. But it's got, like, Lawrence of Arabia in the background. <laughs> or uh, or it could be the man who would be king. Maybe. So you're trying to find a high quality. Yeah. I'm, like, afraid Maybe. to. 
I kind of want that that cover. What the the this, the, the Thunderball, Thunderball ripoff? Yeah. Does it not exist? I don't know. I think it doesn't, bro. For friends out there in the Connery universe, if you guys can find a copy of this, can you contact us? If you have it, can we borrow it just to like see it? Yeah, if somebody has a good copy of this, like I don't want to have to turn to piracy for this. Like I wouldn't, I'm not going to, but like I wouldn't like. I just feel like it, it doesn't, it shouldn't have the rap it does. I mean, it, it is a pretty okay film. Yeah, that okay. Yeah, the stills of this, like the production stills of this, make it look like it's a Bond film. <laughs> oh wow, he, this one looks like he's giving a presentation. Take a look through the IMDb stills of this. There's some pretty good stuff. Um, okay, so but yeah, I, I was trying not to let the quality of the transfer affect my enjoyment of the film. Mm. Uh, I want to go beat by beat a little bit. There's not. Bit, there's yeah. no synopsises online. Synopses. Synopsi. Um, yeah, maybe we just kind of talk about like our favorite moments, I guess. And uh, this is a good little synopsis here. Oh, wait, there's a lot more. Okay, Halil is an Arab diplomat who wants. Oh, I gotta do the voice. <clears throat> Halil is an Arab diplomat who wants to not only make peace with Israel, but admit the Jewish state as a member of the OPEC. This instantly makes him a target for a series of ingeniously ingeniously conceived assassination attempts, most of which he foils with the aid of his friend Hamid and his girlfriend Nicole. But can he trust even? Oh, the train's moving again. That's good. Yeah, and that crazy lady that's repeating every the last word of every sentence that we say is outside again. <laughs> lady, stop standing near our fishing line. 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 Lady! Lady. Lady. <laughs> Penis. Penis. Oh, it's getting louder. That's weird. She's back. Alrighty. Well. <laughs> so let's start with the first scene of this movie, eh? What's the first image we see in this thing? That's a good transition. Oh, man. Yeah, that was like eerie. That just kind of irked me. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, know. It didn't irk me at all because it was the time it was filmed. They couldn't have known. It was 1976. I know. No, I so know. So the first shot of this film is the Twin Towers. And there's a lot of shots of the Twin Towers. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of New York, New York shots there. Um, <gasps> oh my God. I wanted to... When I do this... I... Uh, I want to do a, an edit of some of those scenes with. I'm back, back in the New York groove. I'm back in the New York groove. Bow in the New York groove. Bow in the New York groove. Bow. 
Pow! In the New York room! Pow! In that same cut that we talked about with uh, him looking out the window, seeing Spider-Man. From oh my the 70s, God! Yes, because he's I flying also, in a helicopter. I also want him to look down, and Ace Freely's looking up at him <laughs> from the Empire State Building. <laughs> but it's Black Ace. It's Black Ace. <laughs> All right, Paul's friend. And also the way they. <laughs> Should we give them the context of that inside joke? We might as well. Okay, we we have this weird running joke that Paul Stan or not Paul Stanley specifically that the members of Kiss are well, I guess Gene and Paul, Tommy and Eric are younger, I guess. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of at that age where it's like we have a black friend. <laughs> it's Gerald. He lives down the street. He's a <laughs> dentist. He comes over. His wife isn't black though, and they're like. Grandma, I don't know why you feel the need to tell me this. Yeah. <laughs> I just say I Gerald start... was coming over. I wasn't going to be surprised. <laughs> I thought it started with like his long rambling they did in between songs. So it's like New York City. <laughs> Who we want? Let me hear you, Detroit. <laughs> Who here likes to drink a little alcohol? <laughs> You might know this one. It's got a song. It's got a beginning where you go, oh, yeah, I've got a black friend. <laughs> what's, what's Paul talking about? <laughs> that was Gene farting. <laughs> sorry. I look at you and my gas boils hot. <laughs> I feel my... <laughs> that giant like suit of armor he wears is like a fucking furnace about to explode. Why is it the jokes that make us laugh the hardest on the show are around farts and pooping? <laughs> okay. Since Earlier fir- since today, first night. Nicole shared it. <laughs> Earlier today, Nicole was uh, flipping through the Motif magazine and filming it for a little promo video for the, her band because they were nominated. Mm. <laughs> Vote for how's about Charlie? For the tower, hell yeah. Um, anyway, I'm in the background. <laughs> I got all these whiteboards to put around the house to remind myself of things. And I left her a little message. And uh, and then under it she wrote, pee-pee-poo-poo. <laughs> So the whole time I'm just walking around like pee pee poo 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 on a pee 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 on a poo poo in a poo poo pee pee and and she's filming this video for her promo in my mind I'm like yeah she'll probably like she's filming it for her music video she'll probably put that song over it nope she just shared it with me going like pee pee poo poo. Because I don't normally have caffeine in the morning, and I was fuzzy. So you're on a roll. You're yeah. just like, the first thing I hear, <laughs> I'm going to sing about that all day. Another <laughs> side story. Remember God. the night I went to like the dinner? The next story. Remember the night uh, I went to dinner with Scott and Christine? Yes, yes. So they came back to the house. We're kind of hanging out, and we're kind of like... Uh, 
Alicia went to go. We built droids at the Droid Depot in like Galaxy's Edge of Star Wars Park. Yes. Okay. I and, didn't know. We went like, home and we built droids. We built droids. Uh, but no, like we built these like R two units. Like mine's like purple with kind of like an R five head, and hers is like purple with and What's white R5? with like, like the cone with the flat top. The, the one R five is the one that almost got chosen by Uncle Owen, but then blew up. Remember the red and white one? Like, like I I I R four R four D five R five D four. That okay, one. Yep. Yep. Yes. The kind, the kind of the cone one. Yeah, so he's the one that he blew up, and like they're like, "We'll take the blue one, I guess." And he, he was the he was almost the With hero. The one that just blew, or the color blue. <laughs> <laughs> Give me both of them for like fifty. Uh, but see, that one's got a blue line. You got to take him. Oh, true. <laughs> so, oh, that, so okay, so yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we're doing, we're hanging out, and like Lee's like, "Oh, let's show him our droids." And then they make the little noises like beep, beep, boop, boop, bop. And then Scott goes off on this long thing. Shout out to Scott Southgate. You're the best. You're my best friend. I love you. Um, he <laughs> he started talking about like this droid language. He's like, yeah, man, how do you think they came up with these droid languages? Like beep, boop, bop, boop, boop, bop. <laughs> and then he's Play like. Play that song again. <laughs> the one that goes beep, boop, 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 bop. But then <laughs> he went to this like long bit about their religion and he made the sign of the crosses in the name of the beep, the boop, the bibbles, and the bops. <laughs> Alicia, like, I thought it was funny, but Alicia was dying for about 37 minutes. Because <laughs> picture Scott, like, ha, come on, man, in the name of the beeps, the boops, and the bibbles, and the bops. <laughs> I, sw- I swear to boop. Oh my god! This is, dro- this is droid curious. Uh, on that note, I pulled up pictures of R five and R two, and yeah. R five would never Star Wars would never have been a franchise if R five. Yeah, because he had like that boring guy head. Yeah, but R R two cute as a fucking button, man. Well, the one I have has the same shaped head, but the same like R two face. Because I made sure to get one that had, like, the lights, and he looks more exciting to talk to. He's like, yeah, look at him. You know R2 is the only Star Wars character that makes me cry? Isn't that a weird thing? From Last Jedi? He made, he makes me cry in Last Jedi, <clears throat> and he made me cry in Book of Boba Fett, and he made me cry... In Book of Boba Fett? Oh, you didn't watch that, did you? What? When? Did you watch it? Spoilers for Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. When? R2, he's there with Luke. Oh. Remember the training? Yeah, because it's, it's got those two episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah, that, like Mandalorian 2.5. Yeah. I'm but, done watching that shit. The new new Mando's great. I'm sure um, it's good. I'm sure it's yeah. good. It's all very good. Yeah. I'm not doubting it. I'm but just, it's a lot. I'm just done. It's the same thing with MCU. I'm like... Like, I got mental health to balance. <laughs> yeah. I saw Ant-Man, and I was, like, distressed about it. Yeah. I, I, I It was, like, a long thing where I'm like, I just want to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, but R2 always makes me cry. It's always him. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's just because it's this nostalgia because he's, he's that character that he's in every single movie. He's the first character. The first one you see <clears throat> next to C-3PO. Yeah. 3PO makes me cry too, but R2 more because it's just more like even in that last scene in Mando season two, when he shows up and sees 
Luke, good enough. When they unmask, it's Luke that showed up. That was crazy. But then R2 <clears> comes <throat> rolling behind him. R2 has no capability of being annoying. Like, all his beeps and boops and bipples and bopples. Yeah. Is, uh, one more time with it. Him and a boop, the beep, and the bibble and a bop. Thank you. His real <laughs> beep, bibble, and a bop. Bibble and a bop. I miss that guy. Yeah. Um, let's get him on an episode. Yeah, he might want to do one. I'll ask him. Present it to him. Yeah. I will. Um, but yeah, R2 can't be annoying. Yeah. C3PO can get annoying. D- despite all those beeps and boops. Like, I get, I, I want to smash my smoke detector when it beeps at me too much. <laughs> like, save my life, will you? Yeah, but he's just so sweet. He's like, you know, he's like a Herbie the Love Bug. He's just like a goofy little character, and he's, he's sweet. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Classic stuff, man. This movie could have used an R2-D2. Mm-hmm. It had no R2-D2. No lovable character to be be our way in, you know what I mean? Yeah, they they could have done that with, well, the guy who ends up being his fucking murderer, well, murderer, but like the guy who called the hit, him. With yeah, the, he's uh, got some pleasant moments where he shows up like, like, you like my hat? Yeah, so he's he's kind of like our R two D two a little bit, where he's like a little fun. <clears throat> okay, yeah. so let's get into this movie, huh? Let's do it. They are taking the hobbits to Isengard. Sorry. Twin Towers, and we get an ominous boardroom in the Twin Towers. That's supposed to be in the Twin Towers, I think. Is it? I think so. I just took it as like some <clears throat> some undisclosed location. Um, ominous boardroom um, talking about how uh, these oil fields are popping up and... Um, the Arab nation is soon going to uh, be. Uh, what is he? Uh, the Saudi Arabian uh, minister said during the Arab oil embargo of seventy-three to seventy-four. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Connery is the Saudi Arabian minister of state who proposes to recognize Israel, support Israel's membership in the OPEC, and sell Saudi oil to needy nations. His plan is to protect third world nations from the threat of Cold War ideology. Halil's, excuse me, radical agenda and idealism finds few friends, but he is soon the target of multiple assassination attempts by, and he is soon the target of multiple assassination attempts by Palestinian terrorist groups. <clears throat> they send Nicole Scott, played by Cornelia Sharp, to infiltrate Abdul Moshen's entourage seduce him and await further instructions however she actually develops strong feelings for him and the completion of the plan is jeopardized go away lady (laughs) also that was uh, a whole word and you only did the last syllable crazy lady okay oh my god she just threw a threw that my my dead mouse at the wall jesus (laughs) christ lady Okay, my next note. <laughs> my next note is all the times: one o four p.m., ten thirty four p.m., two twenty eight p.m. This film flashes to a bunch of different locations, but then just shows us an arbitrary time—a really weird, random, arbitrary time. Make it more realistic, I guess. And then our credit sequence is um, a dancing British Hitler clown playing a vinyl in the streets and dancing. 
they, and they, barely my name, dancing. I think my name for that was International Man of Misery because he kind of looked like he kind of looked like Austin Powers. And I was oh, like, yeah, oh, it's Hitler. Hitler. Dash. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, this is mine fate. <laughs> Job, baby, job. I was in the bunker and I said, you know what? I've always wanted to perform in the streets. What do you say we get out of here, honey? I'm Hitler. Isn't that weird? <laughs> uh, sorry. He is no joking matter. Mm. Yes, he is. That's I mean, why Mel that's Brooks it, did it. That's, yeah, it, that's the point his... of Mel Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Make jokes about Hitler. Yeah. And his little penis. <laughs> I think it's okay now. Um... The, so yeah, we get this assassin, uh, the assassination attempt on somebody. I think it's just some politicians, uh, like a politician and his wife, right? Yeah. And then yeah, it's the the bellhops. You were saying that the room service they go up and they kill a politician in the bathtub yeah. and his wife. Well, they, they throw them off the balcony. Yeah, they throw them both off the balcony. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was a pool down there. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of referencing to a lot of Connery films. Oh, yes. Um, and, and some, and and some, and some Roger Moore some films. Some more films, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so those assassins toss them off the balcony, and then they're running away. And then one of them kills the other. Mm-hmm. So he gets it's just one of them, and then that that assassin dies at the end anyway, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> then we get that great cut when the old woman screams, and it's the flute. Oh yeah, that was delightful. <laughs> um, and then <clears throat> cut that with the um, the snake charmer playing the James Bond theme song. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, Octopussy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is won't be our first. It won't be our last Octopussy reference today. Um, and we had it in the longest day. Yeah, uh, man gets stabbed and it cuts to the train whistle. Yeah, that was I that like was it. really good. Yeah. I really like when stuff like that is done. Yeah, really. Uh, did you see the clip I sent you from House of Gucci? Oh no, I didn't see it. Yeah, I'll pull it up right now, just because it's really good. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, right? Yeah, it's really good. Um, uh, so yeah, then we have like a parade in the streets. Um, I forget where I forget to write where it's set. There's so many cross cutting between countries. I didn't, mm. I, I didn't write them. Um, but there's a party in the streets. It seems like it's Rio, which me makes me think we can cut it with either Thunderball or Moonraker, mm. because we have that big, giant, bouncing head man thing. Like a guy dressed as a giant yeah, man cool. with a giant bouncing head. Didn't they have that? I guess they didn't really have it in uh, Skyfall. Day of the Dead. Dead Spectre. 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 Well, it would. I think it would cut better with the sequence in Moonraker when you have Jaws dressed as the big, <laughs> like, weird thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's pretty scary, actually. Yeah, right. And then you can also cut the, you know, the dog peeing in the streets. <laughs> Um, and it also works with Thunderball because we get horny old Largo, Adolfo Celli, in only a couple of scenes in this movie. Not acting with Connery at all. It's not a Thunderball reunion. Mm, just almost. like A Good Man in Africa was not the long-awaited On Her Majesty's Secret Service pairing that we were hoping for of Connery and Rig. Mm. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Adolfo Celli is with uh, uh, Nicole Scott and... They are 
celebrating at this parade, and then they go to a hotel room to begin weirdly getting frisky. That was uncomfortable. Yeah. Horny old Largo is what I wrote. And then, yeah, they pour champagne, and she drugs his champagne, and then he... Which we thought he got poisoned, but then, like... It's, yeah, it turns out to be a sleeping pill. Yeah. Like a strong sleeping pill. <clears throat> um, and then he just puts his cigarette out in her champagne. <laughs> he drinks his whole thing of champagne down. She's taking, like, a sip, and he's just like, I'll just put your cigarette into your champagne now. <laughs> He'll make and, it taste better. Here, and now, it. let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and yeah. while they were doing that, because we, we thought it was poison, we were speculating, well, what if he died right on top of her? And <laughs> just cuts to 12 days later. Yeah, and we she saw that dead. clip, <laughs> like, for 12 days 12 later. 12 days later. <laughs> she's dead, too. <laughs> um, she's, she was like a a Bond, like, yeah. villain. Like, kind of Xenia on a top or yeah. something. Like, it was she's, like, a, the, she's the secret agent in yeah, this Yeah, seriously. See, all the, even at the end, she's the, the, the skies, mm-hmm. like, yeah, she takes her, her contacts yeah. out and stuff. It's yeah. Like, she's like, she's like a different person. I was like, is that a different actress? Like, it was like, jeez. You know what? I'm gonna want to watch this again, to I be think honest. so, yeah. yeah. This is pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then at the end, she's in a red wig. Black, very Black Widow-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, jeez. <clears throat> what um, happens to her? Well, she's stuck under a dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which she's is like, my she's, note. She was able to get the wig on, but just... <laughs> like, well, I'm stuck here, but I can reach the wig, so <laughs> might as well entertain myself. Um, Wait, and then... I'll go get help, and then someone goes down. <laughs> and she's back in a different wig. You're not the same woman I was here. <laughs> well, there's no need to help you now. <laughs> yeah, you're a different woman. Call back <laughs> Wait, later. No, somebody comes in. She's like, "Help!" And he's like, "Okay." And he comes over. He grabs the wig and he puts it on her, but doesn't like move the dude. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we first see Sean Connery, who is playing deeper pitched man, according to the subtitles. Um. At 17 minutes and 39 seconds. Not bad. Um, uh, he is wearing his... Get it right. Let's get it right. Get it tight. Kefiyu. 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 He's wearing his kefiyu. And... Talking about things. I don't remember the scene too well. Yeah, me either. Um, but it ends with him in a New York hotel, and he's happy that there's a kitchen in his little apartment. I like that. I like that he cooks. There's a couple of scenes of him cooking. I like when Connery cooks. Connery we had him cooking cooks. anything else? Ah, uh, did he? Go back through our films. Murder on the Orient Express? No. Shalico? No. Longest Day? No. Uh, the Molly Maguire's? Maybe? No. A Good Day in Africa. Cuba. Avengers. Action of the Tiger. Sword of the Valiant. He cooks up trouble in that movie, I tell you. <laughs> Avengers. First Night. And Man Who Would Be King. No, I don't think he really cooks in that. Yeah, so this is the first movie he cooks Unless, in. Unless, oh, well, I guess there's, you know, that scene where he and Michael Caine are at the campsite. Maybe they were... Making chili or something. Yeah. Hmm. It's a stretch. Did he ever okay. get his olive oil in this movie? Yeah, he really wanted his olive oil. Yeah. He leaves He leaves the safety of his apartment to go get olive oil. Yeah. A reckless, reckless guy. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so he's, he's all happy. He's got a freezer. Splendid, he says. Um, is there anything else we can get for you, sir? <laughs> Bring me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> we kept calling back to the this... There's a scene where he's flying over New York in a helicopter, and it would just pair so well with the 1970s Nicholas Hammond uh, Spider-Man like series, which... Uh, hold on. 1977, so it was the next year. Look at that. I'll have to find that. <clears throat> Good stuff. Um, trains. We got more trains. That's our tie back to the last movie. Trains. Trains without love. Trains. I can't get enough. Trains. <laughs> I like it rough because I'd rather see trains than nothing at all. <laughs> Um, uh, there was that line um, you kill the dreamer but the dream lives on Mm. you can't kill the dream the dream survives the dream survives bitch (laughs) you have destroyed flesh only that that is your triumph and your dilemma but how do you kill a dream? The dreamer, yes. The dream, never. The dream survives. Uh, there's a scene where um, Connery is buying groceries and somebody is showing him the difference between a male and a female eggplant. <laughs> and then we just started... like said we just take both. Yeah, yeah, he says we should take both. And what did you say? So we can watch some episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just started, like, mashing the two of them together. <laughs> um, uh, and, yeah, he's forgotten his olive oil. Um, okay, so, yeah, then there's a scene where he has an interview with Holland Taylor. And the interview, she, the scene starts with her going, So what do you think of women? Well, what are your feelings on women? And you can just cut right to the Barbara Walters interview. <laughs> it looks just like the Barbara Walters. It really too. does. Um, then there's an auction scene, which you could cut with the auction from Octopussy. It's, it, this, the beats are all the same. Like, like it's an auction room, and then um, our Lee, I keep forgetting her name, Cornelia Sharp walks in and... <clears throat> Like there's an an there's an acknowledgement that's going kind of like, oh, now there's a woman, um, Faberge acknowledgement. Yeah, there's and there's a Faberge snuff box or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then the next scene, they're playing backgammon, oh. which is also we can cut that with Octopussy as well. Yeah, have Sean Connery versus Roger Moore. Yeah, be perfect. And it. So in Octopussy, he rolls a double six. It's all in the wrist. I think I'll use your dice. Player's privilege. <laughs> double six. Doesn't even look down. It's all in the wrist. And then in this movie, Connery's like, double six. <laughs> it's all in the wrist. It's backgammon. It's all about the back game. It's all about the hiney game. I think it's a reference. Octopussy? Oct- what, what year is Octopussy? 83. Oh, shit. 
So maybe. Maybe it's a reference to this film. Maybe. I'm friends with Sean, and I like that film he did, The Next Man. I think we should incorporate something. Cubby, what do you think? You know what? I don't really care what you think. I'm your star, and without me, you have no draw. And you'll see that soon enough, because the franchise will fall apart after two films from the next fellow. It'll take you six years to recover. However, they'll be perfectly serviceable films, in my opinion. Not in Dylan Titus's opinion, of course. He loves those films. In fact, I heard that he watched The Living Daylights three times while he was recovering from his vasectomy. Oh, do prattle on, 007. <laughs> okay, um... Then there's a big, sexy black bird man. <laughs> Like, wearing, like, the same outfit as Michael Keaton in Birdman. <laughs> but also, like, a patriotic... Big and sexy and black. Yeah, and wear, yeah, like, patriotic underwear. Yeah. He was... Not even underwear, it's, like, a piece. It looks like it's plastic. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and he's, like, humping the camera and, like, looking at the camera and shit. He's seducing you through the camera. And he's, like, shiny, but I don't know if it's from glitter or just, like, sweat. Probably sweat. Because he must be... Dan- they were dancing for hours, yeah. days. Keep keep dancing. Just keep going. Give me more. Dance. More. I want more. Give me... Uh, boss, we're losing sunlight. We should probably move on. No, no, no. Give me more. More dancing. More dancing. More. You know what? You take the second unit crew and we'll get... You guys get all the shots we need. I'm just going to stay here and film this guy. Is that the same scene that Connery buys his hat? Yes. And he's, he's trying to decide which hat he's going to take to Africa to retire with him. Mm. Oh, it doesn't line up. Yeah. It's 18 years. Not we made the joke that that was like his good man from Africa hat. Yeah. It could but be. he picks out two that are pretty much both the same. Yeah. Yeah. So. And both of them look stupid on him. <laughs> they got that like slope in the front and high slope in the back. It looks like a pimp. Yeah. Yeah. They're like pimp hats. <laughs> they look terrible. Not on pimps. Although, don't, although, but on Connery, it although what's his name had a nice hat, the little straw hat. Yeah, because like, what do you think of my hat? Yeah, I like that one. It's like a like, old Jim, Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, kiss sounds like a need to escape. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, when they're on the so, boat. Yeah, so they're on the boat and they're flirting. In, they dive into the water, Connery and Cornelia Sharp, and they're they start macking out. But her kissing noise sounds like she's passionately kissing him. She, like you can see, they're both enjoying the moment. But her kissing noise is like. Mm, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I thought I heard her say no at one it's, point. It's like, like she's trying to get away. Yeah. But. Like every like, no when you're watching it, it's it visually it does not line up. She's like clearly enjoying yeah. the kiss. It's so fucking weird. It's such a weird like, and I'm not I can't make that call obviously. But when you watch the film, you'd be like, if you watched it with the sound off, you'd be like, those are two happy people making out. And then if you heard it, be like, why does it sound like the ADR is trying to escape the scene? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's weird. weird. Because, yeah, again, it looks like everyone's having a good time in the scene. They're in the fucking tropics. They're in, what are they, in Bermuda? Yeah. They're, they're just... hanging off a boat in beautiful waters on a gorgeous day. And then Jaws attacks the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sean Connery had to put gasoline all over him. Yes, it, it, uh, it uh, yeah, because they're, uh, she's uh, water skiing. And, yeah, Jaws 2 comes up and <laughs> mom, mother of Jaws, or wife of Jaws. 
<laughs> Which is Jaws too? Is a mother of Jaws or wife of Jaws? Mother, I think. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, Mama Jaws. I think so. You write in. Was it Mama Jaws? Let's put a poll. Or up. or or wife Jaws or baby Jaws? It couldn't have been baby Jaws. <laughs> Before baby Yoda, there's baby Jaws. But yeah, but if it was baby Jaws. He ain't causing boat fires. That's that's. Well, wife Baby Jaws was like one of the, the later ones, wasn't it? Jaws three. Yeah. The shark at the beginning is the baby. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> baby Jaws. All right, but you hate me now, parents. Um. Oh, look at that on your hat. You've got a baby whale. Do, 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 do. I don't have a baby whale. Um, I don't have kids, so I don't understand the annoyingness of that song. <laughs> what? Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, my next note is soft acoustic guitar music. That same track. Like. All over. The subtitles just kept saying soft acoustic guitar music and it wanted me to uh, my brain kept wanting to fill in ancient lamentation music playing or whatever you know from uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League I'm <laughs> uh, um, coming to the end of my notes um, Jungle Raid there's a, a raid where the, they're staying in Bermuda and they're snuggling and whatnot, and then a bunch of people start raiding the compound trying to kill Connery. Mm. And you could cut that with both Never Say Never Again and The Incredible Hulk Returns from 1988, starring Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno, and Eric Allen Kramer as Thor. That's right, folks. Um, at an hour, eight minutes, and 20 seconds, we get a Connery gun barrel. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Uh, he steals towels from hotels. Kind of, is that the kind of leader you want to elect? It steals towels from hotels? Yes, is the kind. Was that the... the do we have that in your notes about yes. the... Yes. He, uh, you know that towel? The the Basra towel? The Basra towel? We could live in it for three days. It must have been a pun that we missed because there's oh, Basra tower. Okay. We must so, have missed a pun. No, I get it. So he steals towels yeah. from hotels he goes to. Yeah. So there must be a joke that that towel must be very big. Because the tower is very tall. So we could live in that towel for three days. So that's the joke. Boom. Because we were so he confused. stole that towel from that tower. Boom. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, we were like, did they just? Did, we, we thought the subtitle misheard him. But then we watched it like four times back, and he said like, towel. And he said, yeah, he said towel several times. So like that. He said towel. <laughs> that makes more sense. Towel. <laughs> we live in a towel for three days. <laughs> it, it's like Harry Potter and her magic bag. No, it's Goblet of Fire. I think Harry Potter and they, her magic bag. That's my favorite one. But no, they go to like X. the Quidditch World Cup and they have like a small like tent. Yeah, and they're like, and it's right. massive. Inside. And you go inside it's like yeah. a mansion. <laughs> That's what his. T- it's like it's a small towel on a on a towel rack. Like, Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like crawl underneath it. Yeah, but it's like a, a luxury mansion. Right. <laughs> it's the uh, mansion from Avengers. <clears throat> Avengers or Revengers? Avengers. Like Connery's Avengers. Oh, oh, house. yes, 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 yes. His Pink Floyd house, as we yeah. call it. So, you know, on that, 
I have weird dreams all the time. Again, this is not the dream podcast. But, um, again, it's the first time I mentioned it. Um, I have a, I weird, talk about a weird recurring kind of dream where there's this really cool room or space. Like, yeah, usually a, a cool room, a bedroom or a living room or something. But it's a really cool room. Really n- uniquely designed and cozy. But you have to get through to it through some weird, like, like the way you have to enter a submarine. Have you ever seen a video of somebody entering a submarine? Yeah. Yeah, like that. To get to this cool, awesome room, you have to, like, squeeze through something that, like, you could get stuck it's, in feasibly. It sounds like bring up Harry Potter or something you're trying to get into a common room. <laughs> Like yeah. one of the common rooms, like because yeah. all of them have different ways. Like, like Gryffindor is like the portrait, yeah. or like the hallway like a... leading to the big chocolate room in in the seventies Willy Wonka. Oh, where it gets smaller yeah, and smaller, yeah, that kind of thing. Where it's Ooh. just be- it's like a horrible, uncomfortable situation to get to this amazing room. Interesting. Maybe that's my dream telling me you're you know you're halfway there, lemon on a pear. Yeah, I think I so. looked that up honestly. That sounds like because I because I had to analyze something about like. There's some I, I I always have these weird dreams where I'm like in these houses that are in areas that don't like I don't know where they are but the house is very like it's like one room's like a, my grandmother's living room and one's like my childhood bedroom mm. and so it's like weird but it's like I think that's like a sign of like you're clinging on to things that like, you want that well, make you feel good like you should take off like take off and do your own thing but you're like yeah Hang, hanging on to what yeah, means a so lot it's too. like, it's yeah, it, it's interesting shit. Mm. I don't know, dreaming. Dreams are crazy. Yeah, dream, dream. Yeah, the, I gotta get into lucid dreaming. Yeah, I wanna, that's something uh, I want to work on. Yeah, it's just, it's fascinating. But, anyways, I walk around my dreams tormenting people by talking like this. <laughs> yes, I know I'm dreaming. You can't fool me, you motherfuckers. <laughs> it's Connery from, <laughs> from Sword of Valiant, looking into the globe. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to deal me my blow? I love that laugh. (laughs) Damn it, lady. Okay, and we're at my final note. Lance Henriksen shows up as a security officer for one scene yeah maybe sure. he's in more but i just didn't notice him no that's the only the, time i remember seeing him he might have been in more because the quality, he might have been in that in, in, the in quality Con- of the transfer may have obscured him from big connery's big speech towards the beginning his yeah. first one i think he's in that one maybe but other yeah. than that i don't remember much it was cool seeing other actors we recognize yeah um which is like that's what we joked about before. That's where the money probably went. <laughs> right. Some of well, these guys. no, no. Uh, it, Hen- Henriksen was probably a working actor at the time. Mm. Um, Adolfo Celli, maybe a bit of money went to him, but I'm guessing a good chunk of whatever budget. Like, if you look on the production section on the Wikipedia page, Connery's casting was announced in January 1976. That's it. That's all we got for production. Jesus. And. Let me see what we got on IMDb for production stuff. Connery did not wear his toupee in this movie. He once said of this, taking off my toupee and playing older, not younger, doesn't seem to me to be particularly courageous, just honest. The balding part of Connery's head is blackened out by a silhouette on this movie's main American movie release. That's why it looks so terrible. 
Huh. That's why it looks so terrible, because his hair is blackened. That's why. Good God, it all makes sense now. Oh, yeah, look, look at, at that. It. Yeah. Oh, my God. It didn't... You, you don't even think about it, you know? Wow. But his his facial hair is not that thick in the movie. Uh, it was hard to tell with the transfer, but it no, it, he had like a it was a small goatee and like stash situation. That's not a goatee, but like it was a very short beard. It was not that long that it is on the DVD cover. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah, but, it's, like, it's right modest. There. Yeah, it's like he's like a little yeah, it's like a little goatee. He looks good in that Russian hat and the long jacket. He does. It reminds uh, me of uh, well, Pierce in Tomorrow Never Dies. There's one he wears a hat. Yeah, no. I, th- I think it's Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Let's see what other trivia IMDb has to offer. Uh, the marketing of this movie connected with Sir Sean Connery's James Bond screen persona, and particularly the Bond movie from Russia with Love, when it used the tagline, In the world of spying and dying, love is the ultimate weapon. Uh, first starring role for Cornelia Sharp. She was good. She's a little, um, little uh, empty mm. sometimes. But, yeah. But you could also give that to the role. Mm. Like she's a spy. She's got a fake love. Yeah. Um, Cornelia Sharp wore her own clothes in this movie. <laughs> so did Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, debut theatrical music score of Michael Kamen. Um, wow the then novice showed up for the orchestral recording session without having booked a conductor one of the cellists helped him bluff his way through the recording by telling him to watch his foot throughout wow look at that Uh, the score was good but it was not anything it was was it soft acoustic guitar music for the most part there was some good parts Musically, but a lot was just silent. Yeah. Could have benefited from some light ambiance. Mm. Trent Reznor would have done a good score to this. <laughs> Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, the movie's main American release poster features a strong use of silhouette, uh, which was a strong component of Maurice Bender's opening. That's no, not really... Um, hmm. The meaning and relevance of this relevance, excuse me, of this movie's title is that it refers to the next target that uh, assassin Nicole Scott must kill. The next man. Okay. 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 The film debut of Holland Taylor. Yeah. Um, not counting his Bond's fake death in You Only Live Twice. Spoilers. This is the only Sir Sean Connery espionage spy movie where the character he plays dies. Well, that's a spoiler for everything else we were watching this, for this podcast. Well, we'd spoiled that already. Did we? That he, no, that, that he like... Dies? No, that he dies in any other film. Where he plays a spy. Oh, so he might die again. Yeah. Oh, we, he's oh, yeah, died oh, in yeah. a lot of other films. Oh, yeah, he died. Let's go back through our films. I'm, I'm an idiot. No, no, you're not an idiot. He got his head chopped off. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, first three films. Gets his head chopped off in Man Who Would Be King. Yes. Well, after his body is fucking mush, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, first night is shot with an arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Sword of the Valiant, his head's cut off. No, it's not. 
He like shrivels and becomes like a white ghost. Yeah, he turns like white. Yeah. The Avengers, he's killed in a reverse Palpatine. Um, Action of the Tiger, he saves the day. It's it's the first one we had where he didn't die. Right. Cuba, he makes it out of there safe. Shalico makes it out of there safe. Good man in Africa, he dies. The Molly Maguires. Yeah, he gets... Well, we don't see it, but he's going to get hung. Yeah, he's going to die. He's sent to prison, and he's going to die. The Longest Day? He didn't die. I don't think so. Not that we saw. Spinoff movie. He could have. We don't see him at the end. Like, yeah. when the battle wraps up, we don't... Because it was a cameo scene. Yeah, but we got... We, I, th- I think we got to assume he probably... But who knows? And then, he, was, he was on the beach. Yeah. And then Murder on the Orient Express. Doesn't. Doesn't die. All right. Yeah, so right. we're... So... I think I think we're at the end here. I think... Yeah, I don't really have much to say. We've... It's been a pretty short episode. For a short... This is the shortest movie, Yeah, right? we're... Will we at least have to record over the length of the movie? How long are we at right now? Uh, we're at an hour twenty-five. All right, yeah, that should be enough time to cover our scores. Yeah, give it you know another ten minutes of recording between yeah, all so. our stuff and business, and we'll we'll be talking more. Yeah. And I've got to do some editing to this anyway, which yeah. will whittle it down. But I think we should at least match the time of the movie. Not in all cases, but this is ninety minutes, so we got to give we got to. If we're not going to give the listeners a full Connery curious worth, you know, yeah, yeah, at least fill out the time mm. of the movie I'm now talking in. Double space. Double space. Double space. Double space. There's something on the wing. Something. On my wing. I've got to dip my wick in a pie. You will get infected. Shango is the god of the sky. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, should we talk ratings? Let's talk ratings. So as you guys know, at the end of each movie review, we give you guys two scores. One score for the film... One, one score for the actor, Sean Connery. Yes. And, of course, we give our S's H. Our S's H. And I think we should start. Should we do a sexy rating? I think so. At least, well, yeah, your mom b- broke the seal. Not yet. <laughs> um, that didn't happen yet. <laughs> okay, well, then let's work that into there. Um, yeah, I, I think won't... we should give him a sexy rating. Sure. There's a lot where he's not sexy, but there's yeah, some where he is sexy. Okay, well, let's start with that then. All right, let's 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 work our way up the scale. So we'll start with SH. How's the SH? A four, five. Yeah, it's a five. Yeah. All right, sexy? Yes. Uh, are, are we rating him one to ten? Yeah, I think we go zero to ten. He's an eight. Yeah, that's a six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's kind of charming. You know what? I'm going to call it six and a half because we see him with his shirt off. Yeah, and he's kind of charming. Yeah. He's oh, like... you know what? Oh. Yeah, cause, and he's a good man in Africa. He's a good you know man. what? I'm bringing this up to a seven and a half. And he cooks. What would you say, an eight? I said eight. I'm going to give him an eight. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I'm get, uh, You just made me bump him two points. He's an 8.5 now. Ooh. Yeah, he's an 8.5. 
Because okay. yeah, you're right. He's a he's an honest man. He wants to bring peace to the world. You know, to, uh, get people off their dependency on this oil. Um, in a way, right? Is that kind of no? Yeah. Am I wrong on that? But and Andy cooks, and he's a sweet date, and he wants to teach people how to play backgammon, and he's an honest man, a good man, in Africa. <laughs> so, which is because they say that Egypt has some of the oil that's just in Africa. Connections, connections. It's it's. Um. <clears throat> so now I'm going to go to our film rating. Yes. Hold on. i got to make sure I'm right. <laughs> Not for my ego. Yeah. Okay. We're correct. We're correct. It is in Africa. Perfect. Okay. Um, I'm an ignorant American. Yes. I'm an ignorant American. I'm getting out of here. Um, all right. So we've got the S... H, would you say five? We said five. Sexy, you gave him an eight. I gave him an, you upped me up to an 8.5. 8. I was going purely off his shirtless scene, but then I didn't even <laughs> consider I'm like, man, he's a caretaker and a lover in this movie. Mm. He cares about his people. He, dude, a dude tries to kill him in his car, and he gets out and hugs the man into submission. Oh, yeah. That was a good scene. That was heavy. He just kept, kept hugging him. He's like, it takes time, dude. This stuff takes time. I'm working on it. Trust me. That was good. And that's that is exactly the dialogue that he says. Mm. Yeah. I'll punch I, I, anybody else could, could have been hot and like just started like yelling back. He was yeah. just like, "You listen in. here. It takes time to do these things." And he hugs him. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All righty. So our film rating. Our so film rating. I'm gonna let you go first on the film rating. I'm gonna give it a six point five. I'm gonna stand strong on not strong. I'm gonna stand firm on that one. Like I, I. If we had a better quality version of it, where I could see the full frame as intended, mm. I'd probably give it a seven. Cause there's not a lot to love in this movie. Oh, let me let me write it down on our sheet here. Six point five. Um, there's not a lot to love about this movie. Connery's performance is good. Cornelia Sharp is good. Uh, the, yeah, the performances are good. Everyone is good. Everything is good. Everything is good. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, some it's not of the, great. Some of the editing is weird. Some of those still frames at the beginning were a little off. Mm-hmm. Um, that chair made the noise. It wasn't me. Um, uh... I don't know why I needed to defend that. It wasn't me. I didn't fight. Um, why would you sound like Ronnie the limo driver from Howard Stern? What? Well, I didn't fight. I didn't fight. Um, Come on. Uh, but yeah, I, okay. I'd watch it again. And I want to watch it again now because after talking it through, I think I have a better understanding of it. Yeah, I think it's the whole thing where... Um, so you're going to give it a 6.5? I'm going to give it a 6.5. How about you? Yeah, I think I was leaning between 6 and 7, too. But I think I'm going to be more towards 6. Just because I was just like, it's fine. It's a fine film. But then, like, bring me in and, like, I, I would watch it again. But it's just, like, one of those things where I'm not going to, you know, 
dedicate a day to it like i'll probably watch it in chunks mm. you know in half hour um, chunks like, yeah just like as i'm like maybe in the background as i'm like mm. editing something or working I'd, on something i'd be interested to rewatch it and pay attention to it because mm. like i said now that we've discussed it even just understanding the towel bit we just clarified something more just by talking yeah. it out if i can get a proper copy of it yes then I will absolutely sit down if and watch it. If anybody out there, you curious Conneries out there, have a Blu-ray copy of this, or a just Deeper's at least a DVD, a, just a DVD that is in sixteen by nine. You know what I mean? That it yeah. is in the full widescreen frame, as intended, and is like a DVD quality, not a shit transfer from a VHS. That it, it this didn't seem like it was even VHS or Laserdisc. This seemed like it was like off a reel. Yeah, it was like it was rough. Right. But but yeah, so six for me. Six, yeah. I'd be interested to rewatch it with a a, a higher mm. quality. It might go up. Cut. Score might go up yeah. if that's the case. But I think that's that just yeah. It, it's 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 tough. It's like if you watch a bad transfer of you know. Of Goldfinger, would you hate it more? You know? I wouldn't love it, but you wouldn't like. But, it. but it's like one of those things where it's like it's a. I, I love Goldfinger, but just because I watch it in a shitty format, it's kind of not fair. But at the same time, it's like. But there's just, no way to remove your memory of it. Like I can't go back and, and I can't exist in a world where I don't know Goldfinger. Mm. You know what there's, I mean? So there's if I people saw... who don't know what the original Star Wars looks like. We do. Yeah. Like the original, like before George I have, I have fixed them. Here, yeah. yeah. Like before, you know, it's like, so people would be like, oh, I don't like Star Wars because this is what, what it looks like. Yeah. It looks better now because I can see like these 3D yeah. fucking beasts and stuff in the desert. Or and whatever. McClunky. Yeah. So, <laughs> the like, way it was meant to be. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, it's just so, so I, it's kind of, a, it's, it's a weird tear between like, it's like I don't want to shit on it because of the quality, but at the same time, it just it it, it did kind of mess with me. Yeah, but, I I like I yeah. said, I did my best to not let it impede my ability to enjoy the film. Right. But there is stuff in the film. There's long stretches of no music, kind of just weird cuts here and there, little things to take away from it. And yeah. like I said, I think a good quality, a good DVD quality version of it. Would only bring it up to a seven for me, mm. half a point, but still on the better side of the spectrum. Still, yeah. still a passing grade. I think so. Yeah. All right, so, so now we let's go to get our, into our Sean rating, huh? Sean rating. You go first, my friend. I think I gotta give him a nine. Nine. Uh, yeah, like he was, he was great. Like again, looking at this on paper, it's like okay, he's gonna play. He's, he's Arabian in this movie? Like, what? Uh, very off-putting, but, like, I kind of got past that, and his performance was great. Uh, again, charming. Uh, really powerful on the screen. You know, mm. very powerful being. Uh, so, yeah, I really enjoyed his character, um, who he was. I don't think he's perfect, but... Um, yeah, I, I just... I, I really I really enjoyed his performance in this, and it's... Uh, Interesting era for him, too, like in the 70s. Um, he's got good stuff, he's got bad like, stuff. Yeah, So, but this was, I thought this is a good one. This yeah. is a good one in that kind of heap of like weird stuff. But but then again, yeah. we haven't really seen any bad ones from the 70s, have we? No, only good ones. 
True. Uh, literally only good ones. Molly Maguire's Murder on the Orient Express and Man Who Would Be King. Mm. And The Next Man. I consider The Next Man a good movie, but the other three are fucking masterpieces. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so in, in that realm, this was fine. Because, like, Orient Express would give him a 10. Yeah. So that was just, he was just great in that. And it's this one, it's like, yeah, he's, he's great in this too, but I don't know. He doesn't deserve the perfect 10, so I'm going to yeah. give him a 9. I'm going to give him an 8.5. Okay. Um, I think he was very good in this. Um, as you said, not perfect. I think perfect would have been an Arab actor. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Surely there were Arab actors of And like you said, have him, have, him, have him be a Scottish like sympathizer or something, yeah. you know? Like that would have been dope. Yeah, if if you if you must go with Connery, have him be a Scottish activist and sympathizer. Yeah, cuz like why do you make that decision like or a who, Scottish who, politician? Who came up in the writing room and said, "You know who we should get for this? Sean Connery." Yeah. It's Sean like, Connery. It's like what what are you thinking? Yeah, oh, sorry. There's a moment in a plan where we were calling back to the Cuba joke. <laughs> the doop of the day. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. I, I, I agree with those scores. Yeah. 8.5. He was very good in it. He's charming as hell. I'm giving him an 8.5 for sexy and acting because yeah, he's he's daddy in this movie. Yeah. He takes care of people. He's like, let me cook your food. Let me show you how to throw this crab leg in a bag and mix it up with some lime and salt. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Yeah. We all take a bite out of the same thing. Good. Now we move on. <laughs> Way before COVID, obviously. Yes. But, um, but okay. But yeah, he's good in this. And mm. especially like when that raid happens and he defends himself real damn well too. Mm. Which also yeah. makes you think when he's just trapped in the car with that woman, she shoots the driver first. He could have just disarmed her right there. He's pretty good. It establishes he fights pretty damn well. Yeah, so that was... Like, not gracefully or anything, well, we, but he holds his own against I, the assassins that are coming for him. Yeah, well, I think that was confusing. He sh- sh- shoots the driver first, right? And then, she like, shoots the driver. But you don't think she's going to shoot him, but she just doesn't. Well, the driver's got a gun on Connery, too. Yeah. Which you think he's been the friend the whole time. Yeah, he's that was... He's the one with the funny hat. That was a crazy heel Which, turn. What's his, what's his name? Let me... Uh, Hamid? Yeah, Hamid. Shit, man. Albert Paulson. His name was Albert Paulson. His name was Albert Paulson. Remember the game. Remember the game. Remember the game. There are no real photos of him. Maybe? There's no real photos of him. Mm. Huh. Um. But yeah. Yeah, I I like that character too, but mm. yeah, it, it was I was really kind of disappointed. It's like, oh shit, he's the fucking yeah. I was double. disappointed as well. But um, to find out that they were both in on it is pretty pretty fucked. Crazy. Yeah, like there's nobody he can trust. Like, Nobody's went, been on his side. They went hat time. shopping together for God's sakes. Yeah, which makes me scared. Like, just. You never know. You never know. Like, if you are... What if, stab- me, what if me and Nicole are trying to kill you? Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm I wouldn't annoying. be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> but We're going to start our own podcast. I don't know. Just ask me to leave. <laughs> it's okay. I don't have any money you can steal. Like, <laughs> you want my stuff? Just ask. I'll, I'll, we'll barter. It's okay. Um, How much you want for that door? Uh, 
I want your door. You trade. We'll trade doors. I'll trade doors. I'll give okay. you my door. You'll know that it would be untrue. <laughs> I don't bring you. I bring you a member of the doors. Here's Rayman's Eric's corpse. <laughs> he just stands there, and he's your door. It's just Robbie Krieger just. Strumming away. <laughs> Do you need me to close? Okay. <laughs> Anybody open? Okay. I don't play with a pick. That's nice. Can you close? <laughs> <laughs> cool. You close? <laughs> Anyways. Alrighty. Well, I, yeah, we've been Dillian and Dallian and Mario in for a while now. You know what I want to be? What? Wheeling. And, and dealing. dealing. Oh boy. Oh boy. I always get excited. We're gonna do it together. Yes, this is the second time we've done it together oh, in person. Oh boy. Oh Let's boy. Do it. And it is your turn to roll. Is it really? Oh, let me make sure that. While you're getting that set up, guys at home, you guys know. But if you're new, How we'll let it you always, know. Always stay on there. Yeah, it wow. always stays on there. But like we always go to the wheel of curiosities, which is filled with different Connery films that we can watch. Not different. All of them. All of them. All of them. And it slowly gets whittled away. Every time we spin the wheel and we land on something, it gets removed from the wheel. So the wheel grows smaller each day. And now we are... That was 12 films, Mario. So now we are down to about 63, 63 What do you think the percentage is to get a Bond film together? Well, there are... Seven Bond films, yeah. and we've got about 63 movies left, so it's a one in a one in nine chance. I'm ready. You ready? Oh, gosh. All right. I need a drink of water first. Get a drink of water. Yeah. I'll drink one, I'm too. I'm stressed. I'm so stressed. I got I to pee, but I'm going to hold it. Me, too. Ready. I also have to pee. We, you know what? Let's take a Connor pee and take spin Connor the wheel when we come back. Yeah. You sure? Because the tension is going to kill me. Oh, no, no. It's going to kill me I'm in I'm going to pee my pants in excitement. It's, I think we should do it now. No, Connor P. We got a Connor P? Connor P. Fine, we'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. All right, that was, I was so tense that I shit my pants. <laughs> I peed all over the floor. I'm sorry. Oh, my god. I was really excited. Well, you got to do what you got to do. I was just like, whoa. Okay. So, drum roll. It's time to spin. We can say it together now. Oh, my God. It's time to spin the Wheel of Curiosity. For the yelling, I'm just so happy. This and was, uh, this Mario, is an achievement. It not only is that an achievement, but we also agreed that because we're all right, folks. We're starting to line up guests for these episodes, and as you might imagine, the Bond ones are a little popular. We're recording, we, right? Yep, we're recording. Okay. I just got <laughs> nervous. <laughs> we are recording. You know what? I'll just pop that over here. Let me. Yeah, still. Recording. I am whispering, 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 whispering. Oh my god, I got panicked. 
<laughs> we lost that. <laughs> no way were we spinning the wheel again. Okay. <laughs> you, all right, that was some podcast. We'll, we'll cut. We'll inside cut. The, no, no, we're leaving that. Oh, okay. Okay. I want <laughs> everyone to be exposed to that madness that just happened. I, just got, I, I got anxiety. Yeah, me too. I thought well, we just lost that. What were you going to say? <laughs> so, uh, as I was saying, the we're starting to line up guests, and the Bond films are predictably popular, and they're starting to fill up. And Mario and I agreed that we were going to keep one Bond film just for, just for us, and that was Goldfinger. Yes. And isn't it fitting that it's the first one that comes up? Wow. And you know what's funny is while we were saying, we love... I was frantically hitting shuffle on the wheel. <laughs> shuffle, 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 shuffle. And if I didn't do that, who knows where it would have landed. We could have landed on fucking Sir Can Billy. Can you screenshot that? Yeah. Just screenshot. Just that that's gonna be on Instagram. That's gonna be the yeah. announcement yeah, during Goldfinger. With his smile just peeking over it. <laughs> Hello. Uh, what uh what a joy. Like we don't need to talk about this. You guys know we're gonna be watching Goldfinger, nineteen sixty three. Nineteen sixty four, my friend. Nineteen sixty four's Goldfinger. Because he remarks on the success of the Beatles. Oh boy, this this I'm not nuts about this stand. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. So you guys already know. We don't need to explain it. 1964's Goldfinger. It's Sean Connery's third entry into the James Bond franchise. This is great. You should definitely be able to find it on Prime because I think they own them. Yeah, it's on Prime right now. Mm -hmm. And... Just go out and buy yeah. the Bond box set. Yeah, man. if you're going to find them. But there's just multiple invest ways. In, or, yeah, like as we said, your li- local library. Yeah. yeah. But like it, it's, it's James Bond. There's a million different cuts of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, this is exciting. Oh, dude, I, the dopamine that's flowing through me right now, I need a cigarette. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't even smoke. Oh, man. Yeah. Next well, uh, next week, man. It's finally here. It's finally here. How many episodes are we, are we This is lucky number 13. 13. This one's 13. Yep. So out 14. Normally it's an unlucky number. No, no, no. This next man was 12. Okay. This episode currently is episode number 12. So lucky 13 yeah. is going to be Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. We're hoping it was going to be lucky 7, but like this is even better. Well, hold on a second. That would have been amazing if it was episode number seven. But it was Shalico, which was the first film that he did after being 007. Um, let me just make sure. Yep, it'll be this will be episode number 12. Let's go. So, oh boy. <laughs> All right. What a blast, dude. Oh, this man. has been... A, that was... This... It's always super fun when you come over into my train car and we project this film onto the wall that doesn't have the you know the windows to the outside (laughs) um the windows to the outside as Mm. opposed to the windows to the other inside (laughs) um but i the films that we've watched together have been debatable in quality both in terms of like presentation of themes and visual presentation of video transfer (laughs) but the time that we've had has been some of my favorite. Yeah. And if anything, like the first 20 minutes of this podcast, I think is representative of that. (laughs) And then the last, like, you know, five minutes ago when I screamed my head off that we fucking got Goldfinger. Oh my God. (laughs) Dude, we got Goldfinger. Like, yeah, like any bond would have been exciting, but the fact that we got like 
our Bond the movie. The one that was just for us. Yeah. Like, this is meant to be, man. We're starting this off on the right foot. I think so. Uh, this is a sign. This podcast is... We're doing the Lord's work. We He's, are. Sean's watching out from us. Doing the for, Sean's work. He's watching out for us from hell. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where he is. <laughs> you were going to sound so sentimental. <laughs> you said he was in hell. <laughs> Yeah, I am being sentimental, but he's an owl. He's watching us from hell. He's looking up like, hold on. How do you know he's not down there? Screaming up at us. <laughs> That's a Carlin <sighs> bit. But anyways. Uh, so yeah, Connery from hell is blessing us. So I guess. Blessing this podcast. So I guess with that being said, Sean Connery will return in, in Goldfinger. Gold Fucking Goldfinger. Oh, oh my God. Do you see the smile on my face right now? Oh, my yeah. face hurts it's, from smiling. Oh man, I gotta go. I gotta go run a couple laps around the house right now. I'm like so excited. But uh, all right, so I guess until then, yeah. I've been Mario Lima, and I've been Dylan Titus. Stay curious. You usually say until then. Until until well, let's then. let's try that again. So, so with that being said, I've been Mario Lima, and I've been. Dylan Titus. And as always, stay curious. Perfect. He's the man. The man with, with a the golden, golden gun. gun. And a golden eye. <laughs> and a golden finger, too. To pull the trigger on the gun. Which he has to put up to his golden eye. Okay. To line up the shot just right <laughs> so the people die. Golden eye. Dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay curious, folks. Stay curious. You, you got to do it. Stay curious. Oh, my vegetable martini. <laughs> Listening to Connery Curious, a Titus Compositions and Friggeners Media podcast. Follow us on social media for updates, memes, and clips. Find us on Twitter at CuriousPod007 and on Instagram at Connery Curious. You can also visit Titus Compositions at Titus Compositions to hear other podcasts and original music, watch music videos, or even pick up a great vinyl record. For more discussion and content about your favorite films, comics, games, and network for all things nerdy, visit Friggin' Nerds Media on Twitter, at Friggin' Nerds. You can rate, review, and share the podcast in-app, which helps us grow the show and reach the other curious conneries out there. Thanks for spending time with us, and have a great day, but also, remember, stay curious. I told you about the towel. The wonderful Basra towel. We could live in it for three days.